0: Feeling good? Feeling like celebrating yourself? Maybe not. (laughs) We rarely do, do we? We really rarely, rarely do. And that's why today as we look at all the principles of confidence, I really want to take a look at principle number three with you. I celebrate that I am wonderfully made. Sounds kind of over the top. Maybe a little narcissistic. King David didn't think so. In the Psalms, he wrote, specifically in Psalm 139, You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Think he was having a good day? No, not really what he was realizing is that he was creation of God and God, our creator and redeemer is awe inspiring. That includes us. Now think about this. If it all just seems a little too woo woo, a little too over the top, but when there's a new baby in your family, how do you feel? The new baby is such a gift and delight. So wonderful to simply spend time gazing at that baby, finding joy in their tiny fingers and toes, their precious faces, the adorable belly we just want to kiss when we're changing their clothes. Personally, when I'm with a baby in our family, I am moved to awe in the presence of such a miracle. It's so easy for me to thank God for all the love and amazing detail he's put into this unique, unrepeatable, tiny miracle person. While I may daydream about all the fun we'll have have together as this child grows and can do many fun new things, or what their favorite interests might be as they grow up, or the contributions that their gifts and talents may bring to the world when they grow, I never, ever, ever think I'll only love and enjoy this baby when they've achieved certain things in life. Of course I don't. It'd be horrible to cheat myself out of reveling in every moment of this baby's life. it would be cruel to the baby. You know, it would be downright sacrilegious not to be filled with gratitude and wonder in the presence of this new creation of God. So let me ask you this, why do we withhold the same kind of love and joy and appreciation of ourselves from ourselves? Truly, why? Babies can't do anything. They can't walk, talk, wipe themselves or stop themselves from drooling. But we look at a baby with love and think, oh my goodness, what a perfect little person. But most of us never feel that way about ourselves. We always have something to criticize about ourselves, and it often eclipses everything else we should recognize as good. Now, we'll sometimes celebrate the way we're made when it's helped us achieve a goal. For example, we may appreciate how our bodies are made when we, say, run a 5K or the way our brains are made when we graduate from an advanced degree program. Because most of us only celebrate the way we're made when we do something that others consider extraordinary, or others in our lives validate. Additionally, well, a wonderful thing The achievement of a goal is often preceded by many moments of running ourselves down as we strive to reach that goal. We often tell ourselves we'll be happy with ourselves when we've lost a certain number of pounds, gotten a promotion, or completely uncluttered our house, or had a certain number of children, or won our parents' approval. You fill in your own blank. I bet you there's a blank there to be filled in. This focus on achievement can steal so much joy and peace from us as it clouds our vision of everything else that's good about us. We may tell ourselves that our criticism is motivating us towards our goals, but we're actually undermining our social and spiritual well-being and perhaps even feelings of depression and anxiety. We would benefit greatly by acting toward ourselves as we would a dearly loved baby in our lives, with love and a sense of awe. Now, I'm not suggesting we dote on ourselves in a narcissistic way, but instead the very opposite, by following David's example in the Psalms. As I said, he praised God in Psalm 139, acknowledging God, all-knowing and all-powerful as his creator, gives praise to God. He takes time alone with God to focus his heart and mind on who God is, and then he enumerates his works. We can read many moments like this throughout the Psalms. And you know what? We need to do the same. We are God's creation, body, mind, and soul. We need time with God to contemplate and give thanks for all we are. Just as we take time to rejoice in every detail of a baby we love. Try doing what you do with a baby. Try focusing on one body part and one Let's take your hand for an example. Just look at it. Now maybe the first thought that comes to your mind is, I need a manicure. My nails are looking bad. Or my skin is so dry. Now turn down the volume on that inner critic and look again the way you live at the hand of a baby admire what God has created. What an amazing design. All those small bones fitted together for so much movement. The beautiful skin that can gently caress someone you're caring for, but also stand up to so much hard work. Those nails, no matter what condition, that help you and protect you in so many ways. Whether or not your hands work optimally, their design is still amazing. And you know what? You didn't create them. God did. As an awe-inspiring gift to you. So when you admire them, it isn't vanity. It is praise unto God. Just like when we admire a baby. So, intentionally direct your thoughts. And your thanks to Him. When we do this, it lifts us out of the mundane, the self criticism, the pursuit of accomplishment, and connects us back to the divine. We can cultivate our awareness of God's divine goodness with other practices, such as lifting our minds out of the daily grind by reading uplifting spiritual books even a page a day for you super busy moms, or by focusing on any natural beauty around us. Noticing natural wonders, such as the ever-changing colors of the sky, the buds on the trees, even a dandelion pushing its way through a crack in a city sidewalk, can reawaken our awareness and awe of the glory of God. We can visit an art museum or a gallery and just soak in the richness of the colors and the textures outside of our normal, ordinary surroundings. One of my favorite experiences is visiting an aquarium and seeing all the beautiful sea creatures, the intricacies of their colors and shapes, sometimes so funny looking, that God bothered to create, even though... They're not easily seen by the average person. They're deep under the ocean, unless they're in there at that aquarium. We might not know they exist, but it gave God joy to create them and put them there. And it gives him joy when we discover them and get a chance to appreciate them. These kinds of moments can fill our hearts with an appreciation that we can then use as a filter for how we see ourselves. All of these things, just like the beauty of new life, help us acknowledge the goodness and vastness of the God who decided to create you and me. He created you. He values you. He loves you. Seen in the light of his vast, awe-inspiring power, Our acknowledgement of how wonderfully we are made is not vanity. It's profound gratitude. Of course, we're called to grow in virtue day by day. But we will do that better by acknowledging that we are created in his image and joyfully trying to grow to be more like him than we can be by running ourselves down for our imperfections. Just like we celebrate our baby's skill development step by step, we need to encourage ourselves. If our little one is walking on taking their first step but ends up falling on their bottom, we encourage them to try again and cheer them on. A truly horrible person would yell at them telling them that they'll never be good enough to walk. So why do we do and say self-defeating statements like that to ourselves when we're growing and developing new skills and abilities, just like that baby. When we fall into negative, self-defeating patterns, we should do as David did and praise God that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and trustingly ask for his help to grow into the person he created us to be, step by step, day by day, just like our children trust us to help them grow and thrive. So mamas, don't be so hard on yourselves. And don't just give yourself a pass. Take your heart and your mind to God. Give him praise that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and ask for his help to grow into everything you're meant to be as a mom. We'll be there for you, and your burden will be a whole lot lighter if you do. Thanks for joining me today for this Momfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.